enhancing robotic process automation with AI. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Seth Siegel, Managing Partner, North American AI Automation and Consulting at Emphasis. Welcome, Seth. Welcome, Tanya. Thank you very much for having me today. Absolutely. Welcome back, I should say. Um, for, for those of you who have not seen you on our show before, what is Emphasis and known for? We're known as being the world's leading provider of technology services and consulting with over a quarter million employees globally. And most importantly, in this current time of COVID, what we're most proud about is that we had over 95% of our employees and associates working remotely in under a week. And so we are the case study around how to rapidly mobilize a workforce to be able to handle any uh, global issue. You've been spending a lot of time on intelligent automation. Define that term for us. So intelligent automation is the next generation of what was robotic process automation. Robotic process automation, or RPA, started to pop up around four years ago. So the easiest way to understand what robotic process automation, it's the digitization of simplistic processes, document ingestion, uh, paying an invoice, reviewing an invoice, uh, the way that I, the example I like to use is that old um, carnival toy of the chicken that had water in it that would go up and down that would hit a key. If you can do that with a key, you can use a repeatable process. And that's what RPA, it's very hard is. But what we realized about RPA is that it has, has some very fundamental problems. If you change the systems that your documents or your information are, are flowing between, you have to go redo what we refer to as your robots, or your bots, those have to get redone. Uh, it wasn't particularly intelligent. It did a single task. Everything was a zero or a one. It did something that was very simplistic and it didn't really learn. It only did exactly uh, what you uh, uh, did or what it told it to do. Uh, to use another analogy, it was like the Robbie the robot from Nintendo when it first came out. It took a disc from the left, it moved it to the right, and that was success. What intelligent automation is, it's about moving away from just machine to machine information and actually moving data from machine to people and making processes become more dynamic. So it's not just about ingesting a document, it's about running analysis and using natural language processing to pick up anomalies and then being able to take those anomalies and do something with them. How will RPA and intelligent automation converge to create even more powerful tool? And, and, and how is this happening today? The thing that's fascinating about the tooling uh, in this set is it's all very, very new. The three largest providers, software providers, didn't exist four years ago. And, and yet each one of them has multi-billion dollar valuations today. So we're at the very early stages of being able to automate uh, um, very basic functions with inside of companies. But more importantly, as things become more intelligent, we're able to handle uh, uh, very dynamic and complicated things that we couldn't uh, previously. So how do you, for instance, take a robotic investor advisor, which a lot of financial institutions are now moving to, to be able to give um, low cost advice to the mass affluent and be able to give even more intelligence and more information uh, into uh, that customer base. How do you uh, use natural language processing as part of your document ingestion processes that you're now handling through some very basic robots and be able to say like, hey, I'm noticing an anomaly in this document. I believe based upon current regulations, I may have exposure. These are things that you can now do 
uh, um, in an intelligent fashion that you just frankly couldn't even do as recently as a year ago. So the technology landscaping is rapidly evolving. Now, we've talked a little bit about uh, where we see uh, uh, the, the, the bots of the world. But then there's also an exploding field around uh, process mapping. So whether it's companies like Salonis, our own product set in AssistEdge, these are cutting edge things that are looking at the, how people interact and how processes interact to be able to give you better maps of information so you can understand your data flows in very different ways. How can you modify, modify data flows? How can you improve uh, where information is flowing and what people are doing them? So it's all about uh, leveraging technology in very different ways, keeping in mind, we are still at the very early stages of what will be a, a transformative journey inside of all of uh, operations and technology. Is the AI used in these systems still narrow or are we learning enough to broaden the data set to handle more out of the box kinds of situations? It, we're learning very quickly uh, when in, in the machine learning space. Uh, what we're learning very quickly are um, faster error detection uh, and anomaly detection. We're learning very quickly how to then take that information, feed that over to, for instance, actuarial models if you're in the insurance space and be able to run different sorts of analytics uh, on those models. We're able to do, if you're in the oil and gas space, so when you start to notice that there are issues, for instance, um, let's say a supplier, and all of a sudden you can do a new supplier risk analysis uh, via dynamically learning models, uh, we're seeing significant um, reuse of machine learning as well as AI techniques in making more intelligence in these data models that existed previously. And so it's how do you take these robots that you've built, these digital robots, if you would, and have them be able to not just do A and B, but be able to derive uh, net new information. It's about leveraging cognitive agents, if you would. And those cognitive agents are responsible for informing uh, people, frankly, at the end of, of um, the chain to be able to say, hey, we're noticing an anomaly. We're noticing an issue. There's something that we want you to take action on. There was something that we want you to inform. What's the most important thing for companies to do differently to be intelligently automated? The important thing is this is a rapidly evolving technology space. And as technologists, as consultants, as, as futurists, we always want to anchor on a very specific technology set. What we're telling our clients is, is to anchor on the concept of intelligent automation, have a very strong center of excellence or a hub whichever term you like, that is really understanding what is your goals, what are you trying to do, figure out um, the basic processes that you have that you're trying to transform, and spend a lot of time thinking about if only I had this piece of information, the types of decisions I would make. So you don't want to get uh, over-anchored on a specific technology because it is such a rapidly evolving space, but you do want to have very strong and documented approaches and thought processes around how does my use case design change? How does my, uh, uh, what I'm going to actually go do with this data change? What are the th problems that you've always been trying to solve that you couldn't because of data access or because of information that you uh, didn't even know that frankly that you needed? So by focusing on the processes and how you're going to do things, we believe that's a, a setup for longer term success than the short term technology. Keep in mind, most technology even today you are expected to own this technology from anywhere from three to five years. If we went back five years, none of this technology existed. So the technology that we have today is just different, better, 
and just really better than it was four years ago when it first started. What will it be four years from now? It will be dramatically different than we have right now. Seth Siegel, Managing Partner, North American AI Automation and Consulting at Emphasis. If somebody wants to connect with you, Seth, find out more about this, um, how can they do that? Easiest way is to email me at seth.siegel at emphasis.com, S-E-T-H dot S-I-E-G-E-L at emphasis.com. Thanks again. And find more of my interviews right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.